Hello, everyone. I'm Eli Hollingsworth, the host of Against the Current, um, of the Chosen Podcast, and we are back today with another episode. And yes, this is coming out a day late. Uh, that's just because I was busy yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yesterday, Sunday, so we always have something going on, aka church. Um, and also yesterday there was the Chosen live stream, so that was a lot of fun. Um, it, it wasn't. It wasn't the Chosen's most groundbreaking live stream for sure. Like the the last one that we had where they unveiled that they're going to be coming to theaters, which was a huge surprise, and that they filmed an entire episode under our noses, um, which now I don't trust them anymore with anything that they say. Now I'll always feel like they're hiding something from us. I'm just kidding. It's fine. Uh, the Chosen is great. Um, but yeah, so nothing huge like that unveiled, but it was definitely a lot of fun, as always, on these um, Chosen live streams. And definitely, without a doubt, this was the most guests that we've ever had on a Chosen live stream. And also, right away you can tell when Dallas is going to have someone on the live stream via um, a video call or something, because the um, video quality is like that of uh, a video call, like uh, Zoom or something. You can, you can definitely tell as soon as the live stream starts. Just just my personal analytical. Uh, I, I immediately was like, oh, so that means he's going to have someone on via Zoom or not Zoom, but like a video calling system. And obviously they announced that they're going to have guests on before. Also, the Jenkins family was there, the entire Jenkins family, which is very cool. Um, there was Kristen from Chris and Chris, the uh, behind the scenes chosen super fan um, YouTube vlogs that they do on the Chosen YouTube channel, um, We the Kingdom, Phil Wickham, uh, we had Matt Marr, Matt Marr, that's his name, <laughs> I don't want to get it wrong, because now we know that he's going to call me out for it, and I'm also terrible with pronunciation as well as Dallas, so I'm going to be extra careful with that, Matt Marr, I believe that's how you say that, um, then you also had, uh, Kane, um, We the Kingdom, I think I already said that actually, Phil Wickham, We the Kingdom, Kane, Matt Marr, um, and Leanna Crawford, and, um, that was it, yeah, I think so, um, yeah, so, so, definitely shattering the, the number of guests we've had on a live stream, uh, or at least live, um, actually before, I think we've only had one, <laughs> which was, uh, Luke Dimion, uh, he was the only other guest that we've had live, live on a live stream, uh, not recorded previously, like he, like we've seen with a lot of other live streams that Dallas has done, like, like, live, 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 live on the stream. Uh, so definitely the most number of people. And obviously there was also people in the room with Dallas, um, so not on the video call. Um, like the Jenkins family and, um, Chris from Kristen Kristen. So, also there was Juliana who, um, and Colin. I feel like, I, more and more is growing the number of people I, again i'm very suspicious now like how many people are in the room at one time when dallas is doing a live stream it seems like every live stream we get revealed that there's a new person in the room with him so like i wonder how many people it takes to manage the the live stream which by the way the live stream when uh leanna crawford came on the live stream uh first of all dallas for some reason couldn't hear her which was um, pretty funny. And this is probably one of my favorite live streams ever because, um, yeah, Leanna Crawford, when she came on, Dallas couldn't hear her at first, then he could hear her, but then Dallas cut out. It was only for a few seconds, but, you know, we, we resumed um, 
functionality and the stream went on perfectly fine but now dallas has a little taste he don't he knows what it feels like to fail live in front of the the chosen viewers <laughs> it, it i'm relishing in his defeat because um if you don't know why i'm saying this you don't know the story um a few weeks ago or maybe it was almost like a month ago or something um i tried to do a live stream of chosen uh i was gonna do for, the plan for season two of the podcast was just gonna be doing season two watch parties live on youtube for the episodes like watch them live and then talk about them with all of you guys um but that fell through because um, of some equipment and technological issues, so uh, that didn't end up happening. Obviously, just doing I just ended up doing regular podcast episodes. But uh, the first live stream, yeah, it was very um, catastrophic, and uh, I had to stop the live stream and uh, like quit for the night. And uh, so that was not fun. And it, although again, it may lead to something down the line in the future, maybe coming up. But um, now Dallas knows how it feels to fail live in front of the viewers, and I'm very happy. I was like, yes. I was just relishing in his in his technological failure um, because I had the same thing happen to me. So, uh, yeah, so that was the live stream tonight. Oh, we also got some new gift items, actually. Um, Real quick, we talked about the guests, but we also unveiled eight new gift items. Or not we, but Dallas did eight new gift items, and they are pretty sweet. I have already ordered... Um, the teal against the current t-shirt um, which is very fun I I really enjoy that shirt because because the funny story with the against the current TV t-shirts t- is um, obviously first of all that's the name of this podcast against the current that's kind of the whole theme that we got going on here with all the fish and stuff uh, so obviously you know I gotta have the against the current shirt because um, it's the it's the brand of the podcast um, but uh the uh it's actually like the first shirt that i got from the chosen the first shirt that i ordered from the chosen gifts www.thechosengifts.com was against the current um and i um it kind of left a bad taste in my mouth i was very worried um because i don't know maybe it was just because i ordered like a size too small or something or like uh it was just a different material or something one of their first shirts that they did uh, but I just didn't, it did not feel, com- it was like itchy for me and it, I, I didn't feel very comfortable in it. So I was like, is this how all the chosen shirts are? I don't know if I want more of these. Um, so a kind of funny story, but all the rest, like right now I'm actually wearing, um, I was one way, but I, I was one way and now I'm completely different. And the thing that happened in between was him. I'm actually wearing that shirt because I like, like all of the other shirts for some reason are just way more comfortable and, and so enjoyable i wear like binge jesus all the time that's like one of my favorite shirts that i own um it's very comfortable probably my favorite shirt that I, that I own actually uh just all of them are super comfortable so i don't know what went wrong with the first against the current shirt i'm hoping that the teal version is going to be better and i ordered a size bigger so hopefully that should be better this time around um so I've got to have that one. And uh, they talked a lot about Against the Current, but they didn't talk about this podcast on the live stream, which um, is, <laughs> I mean, I wasn't expecting them to, but it's uh, Dallas Knows, guys. Okay, okay. The, statistic, the statistics show. Um, I can see where you guys are listening from, how old you guys are, what gender you guys are. Um, it might seem a little bit creepy. Not individually, but like, like um, 
like a general statistic. Uh, I know that it's about half and half, male and female, listening to this podcast. So that's pretty good, pretty even. But the um, most age range, the, the highest percentage of people that listen to this podcast are in the age range of Dallas Jenkins. And also um, uh, one of the most highest percentages of people that listen in a certain city is Dallas, Texas. So, And male is about halfway. So I don't know. Who knows? Uh, I'm sure he does. Dallas, if you're listening, congratulations. Um, Actually, thank you, not congratulations. Um, Anyway, uh, they also unveiled a new comic book. They're going to do chosen comic books, which I thought was very interesting, um, actually. They didn't talk about too much on the live stream, but I was like, hmm, that's actually pretty, pretty um, interesting because I don't know if I consider myself a comic nerd, although I actually probably would. Um, So that's very exciting. I don't know if I'm going to actually get one of the comic books. Uh, just from the looks of it, of what they showed on the live stream, looks like a very new, uh, contemporary, modern, darker style of uh, comic books. So it's interesting nonetheless. I don't know if I'm going to pick one up because I obviously already know what happens in these issues. So I <laughs> um, don't know if I'm actually going to be reading them, but it is very interesting nonetheless. So very cool that they're doing chosen comic books. Um, but anyway, that's not what we're here to talk about today. Today we're here to talk about the chosen Actually, this the the uh, season two itself and chosen episode. And today we are continuing in our chosen watch through um, season two, episode five, which is called Spirit. And I think it's all safe to say that this episode mostly focuses on uh, Mary Magdalene, Magdalene, Magdalene. I can't ever figure out which one it is. Nobody will ever tell me because uh, again, I'm terrible with pronunciation. But yeah, Mary Magdalene, Ian, whatever you want to call her. Um, also, actually, quick, a real quick announcement. Um, they added the Shepherd to the Chosen app under Season 1, which is very exciting because I had never been able to find the Shepherd on the Chosen app before. I was like, why don't they have it on here? It's literally what started the Chosen. Uh, so that's very exciting to me, at least. I'm like, yes, they have the Shepherd on here now. Actually, as a list episode. Yeah, if you go on to Season 1, it's the first thing that pops up, the Shepherd, the Christmas pilot episode. So that's awesome, and I'm very excited about that, because now you can watch The Shepherd on your own. So, hallelujah, praise the Lord. Um, that, that is, so, like, yeah, I don't know. It just makes me very happy, because I I would always wonder, I was like, why is The Shepherd not listed on here? Not even under, like, extras or anything. Uh, they didn't have it on there, so uh, that's very exciting, nonetheless, that they were able to do that for us and uh yes so anyway season two episode five spirit this episode again i i would say that this episode is about mary magdalene primarily although you do get kind of more of a simon the zealot here um so and you get you get the whole demon and john the baptist so we have three different um kind of arcs here throughout the episode that kind of intertwine near the end uh, because John, they're all three there at the end, uh, in that end scene where I get the little cliffhanger of, uh, of Mary Magdalene, where she, uh, goes off into the, the, she goes to, I forget where it was, Jericho, yeah, she goes off to Jericho, I believe, so, oh, we also get more of, um, uh, what is it, uh, Shmuel and his friend, they're all, um, are there, uh, trying to get Jesus incapacitated, which again, I still say that I think uh, Shmuel is is way more threatening than, than Quintus is because I feel like uh, Shmuel is actually going to bring about 
Jesus's downfall, uh, or not his downfall, uh, the crucifixion. He doesn't, not a downfall. Forget I said that. Um, <laughs> Jesus's crucifixion, um, which because then we know that he doesn't get conquered by this crucifixion, but he conquers the crucifixion and rises again. So, uh, not not conquered. He, he doesn't bring about his downfall. But um, so we have like these four intertwining um storylines all going throughout this episode and their continuing continuations uh, like the Shmuel one at least is and simon the zealot are continuations of story plots that have been established earlier in the season so that's one thing that the chosen does very well is that it manages and juggles all of these different story arcs and um storylines and subplots and character arcs and uh character development and that juggles them all very nicely and very evenly distributes them um, and like gives them each their own enough time to um, actually one get you invested in the characters and two um, follow what's happening very clearly and uh, to where it makes sense to where it's not like imbalanced to where one obviously primarily it's the stuff with um, probably I don't know see that's the thing it's it's uh, it's hard to say which one primarily gets the attention in the episode because all of them are very evenly balanced and that's a very good thing to do because it's a lot of times in uh, movies or, or tv shows and stuff they'll try to have multiple plot lines i'm just going to give an example here the star wars the last jedi episode uh, eight i believe um so that has three different storylines all um separated and going and flowing independently and then at the end they all intertwine and end up together regardless of what you think of the movie or regardless of if it's a great star wars movie it's by itself or not um it did a great job of balancing three different storylines and connecting them at the end and also connecting them throughout the whole movie um and ending at the end and having a finale where they're all in it together um, and that's exactly what's happening here in The Chosen, except the whole Schmiel thing doesn't exactly um, intertwine at the end, because again, that's kind of a little subplot throughout the whole season, uh, which also kind of, um, which is a great way to do that, actually, because you just kind of like, you have the main things with the Jesus and the disciples and that, and that whole stuff, um, but then you get these little glimpses of what Schmuel and, I always forget the other guy's name, I'm sorry, um, are doing. You always get these little glimpses of it, so it, it kind of gives it a little bit more mystery and uh, intrigue because you don't see as much of it, so it just gives you little tastes of what's happening there, um, The Chosen does, and it, like, just, it kind of, it, it just kind of piques your interest, um, so that's a very good way to do that, um, and this episode, again, the, the way that the threes, because they're all in the finale at the end, the quote-unquote finale of this, uh, episode, and not quote-unquote, it is finale, uh, with the Jesus casting demon out of this uh, demon-possessed man. John the Baptist is there, Mary Magdalene is there, and um, Simon the Zealot is there as well. So, um, that little, which by the way, that little scene at the end there, not little scene, it's it's pretty um, chilling. Um, that's called that's called building tension, ladies and gentlemen, uh, boys and girls. Um, <laughs> that's, that's a very good way to build um, the tension of a scene, uh, because in this point, we all know, or and the creators all know, that we're completely on these characters' sides. We know who we're rooting for and who we're not rooting for. <clears throat> Sorry. Um, we know... Yeah, we know who whose side we're on, whose side we're not on. We're on the side of the disciples and not on the side of 
the demon-possessed man because he poses a threat to our main characters who we've, throughout the course of the show, have um, gotten to fall in love with and really connect with and get behind. Um, but also, the show allows you to have sympathy for this demon-possessed man because uh, with the scene of Mary trying to uh, plead with the man and trying to get his real name, or trying to get him to say his name at least, um, and the fact that they've established that this man is not doing this, um, or being creepy or being the way he is um, by his own doing, but by demon possession, so completely out of his control. Um, and so it 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 clearly establishes, and, and you can tell that the show is clearly aware of uh, whose side the audience is on, whose side they're not on, but it allows you to have a lot of sympathy for the character who you're not you're not rooting for but um it doesn't pit you exactly against them uh so that's a really cool and interesting thing that the chosen did um with this episode and the also another big uh, event that happens here i know we're talking about the end of the episode but um uh at the end uh simon the zealot joins the disciples and jesus um and there's that funny joke um which i always have has thought is a nice little gag is uh when jesus throws simon the zealot's uh, knife in the water we all know that scene we all know it's funny um one of those humorous chosen moments he was sorry humorous jesus moments um more specifically that you just completely weren't expecting um and throughout the course of the show we were getting more used to this kind of humorous jesus um so that's that's a lot of fun um so yeah, that's uh, the end of the episode. But the beginning of this episode, we also get a continuation of the whole Jesse storyline with the healing of the paralyzed man um, from episode four where, where Jesus healed Jesse. Uh, and the thing with the Pharisees is that I just find in, in the Bible is so, like, <laughs> uh, just very... Just like the, the 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 dumbest example of this, or the the greatest example of their dumb actions, I guess you could say, um, is when they are not mad at. Well, they're kind of yeah, they're mad at Jesus for healing on the Sabbath, but they're mostly mad at Jesse for carrying his pallet on the Sabbath. Like that, <laughs> that's just another level of just. <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that. Like that's just, <laughs> it's 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 very sad. Um, <laughs> that this is that that's the way that this this paralyzed man who's been paralyzed for almost his whole life, uh, we we're led to assume probably his whole life from the Bible at least, but within the context of the chosen, um, almost his whole life, or at least a very long time. And um, all they choose to focus on is that he is carrying his pallet, his his uh, bed thing on the Sabbath. So that's just another level of uh, weirdness, I guess you could say. Um, and so that we get that continuation and i like the whole um i mean i like simon zealot simon the zealot simon zealot is not his last name um <laughs> simon the zealot as a character i think he's a he's a fun and lively addition to the uh, to the group um i wish he i wish he did have a little bit more personality to him uh he's just kind of like i guess you could say the the like odd man out or like the quote-unquote weird guy of the group I guess is what you could call him, but, like, he really is, like, he doesn't have much to him, I would say. Um, that's, like, 
again, there's just some characters in the group who just don't get as much time to shine. And it's I think that's kind of a pity because um, we've seen that the the writers of and the crew of and the cast is, is so phenomenal. And uh, the writers and the, and the crew all have this great ability to write characters and scenes um, and give them this lively, just like pixie dust that the Chosen has and uh just like just sprinkle it on the scenes and 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 it's just a great uh they have just great storytelling and character uh building ability but there's just some characters that just get overshadowed by like simon and andrew and mary and matthew uh so i do wish that we got more of some characters that don't get again don't get as much time to shine they just kind of fade into the yeah they fade into the background um and so i wish that 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 we just got um a little bit more just some just a little bit more personality or at least more uh screen time for some of these characters like simon the zealot i feel like he would be a really cool character to explore wish we got more time to see these characters thought processes and like break down their um, emotional state or uh, their feelings about stuff and things like that. Um, now I get it. Simon the Zealot inherently is supposed to be quiet. Um, yeah, I get that. But like, just, we just don't get enough of him in particular uh, because the uh, the actor uh, Ala Ala Safi. I, I I forgive me. I am ter- again. I'm terrible with names. I almost mispronounced Matt Mar Mayor. Oh man, I've already forgotten what it was. Um, <laughs> that guy, the guy from the live stream last night, and it, Dallas already said, and he's already been corrected publicly and uh, by Matt. So, um, yeah, I'm again, I'm pretty terrible with pronunciation, but he is a fantastic actor, as all of the chosen actors are. So I just, you know, I just wish we got more of some characters. That's that's what I would say. Um, so he is a, definitely a fun, lively addition to the group. Um nonetheless nonetheless if we get more of his character or not but he's still fun addition to the group um and we uh the the mary storyline is i would say it's it's interesting none um at least it's interesting um the whole thing with with her and and i could see it was getting i think it was i think that this whole um um, storyline was uh, getting a little bit of flack, I think, because people were wondering why Mary would backslide um, when she has Jesus. Isn't that enough for her? Which uh, I don't know if I personally agree with that controversy. Um, so, because again, I think I've said this before on the podcast. Um, I'm, always, I'm usually on the chosen side when it comes to things. Not always. There's some things that I don't think are the most amazing, but uh, for the most part, I'm definitely like, yeah, the chosen is it's a fantastic show. It's very great. It's very well done, um, and. I, I just don't see some people's criticisms, but I do have my own, and then some people may not see mine, and that's great because we're all different, and God created us differently, and not two people, no two people are the same. Uh, so that's a great and beautiful thing, but um, yeah, I don't agree with that particular controversy, as well as a lot of others, but um, also controversy over John being called Creepy John, Creepy John, uh, and also John the Baptist is a very fun character. <laughs> I always, always like to see him. Um, and that little end scene, another end scene with, uh, him going off to, um, do his little, uh, 
revolution thing where we know that he i forget herod i think herod's like brother or sister or something um where we know that he gets beheaded at the hands of of this woman um so and then just the ending with jesus is a nice little emotional scene uh that packs a little emotional punch because jesus knows what's coming um and we know what's coming and that's what i another thing that i like about the chosen very much is that it it, it trusts the audience it 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 trust the audience to be smart and think for themselves and not have to tell the audience everything and explain everything to them it trusts that the audience has its own way of thinking and own uh brain and can think for themselves and put the pieces together in a lot of scenes so that's a very very adamant example of this um but john the baptist is a very fun character apparently people don't like him being called creepy john i don't agree with that controversy i think as characters in the chosen and if uh, we knew someone, or think about this, if you knew someone like uh, John the Baptist in normal days, you'd probably call him a bit creepy too. I would. I know that I would. I'm very judgmental of people. So, uh, yeah, creepy John is definitely what I'd go with. Um, <laughs> so, uh, I don't agree with that controversy. And there's the... Actually, I don't know if there's the third one. Oh, wait, Jesus practicing the Sermon on the Mount. Yes, that was the third one. Whew. Jesus is 100% God as he is 100% man. Um, and my dad put it best there. If Jesus didn't, Jesus could do anything as long as it wasn't a sin. Uh, so I think, and I think that's a, a very um, accurate way of describing Jesus. Uh, so practicing the Sermon on the Mount, being human, wanting to get the full human experience uh, before he was sacrificed on the cross, not a sin. Except for the sin part, like er, like the human experience besides sinning. <laughs> uh, he was still tempted, but he didn't sin. So, um, practicing the Sermon on the Mount, not a sin. So, therefore, Jesus is allowed to do it. I think that's a very um, good good way of thinking about it. And uh, so, I don't agree with that controversy. But, you know what? It's fine. Um, everyone can have their own opinions. If you don't think Jesus practiced the Sermon on the Mount, that's completely up to you. And you're free to have your own opinions. So... Um, I don't, yeah, I don't agree with that controversy, but the whole Mary backs, the Mary Magdalene backsliding thing, um, I, I think it's an interesting story point. I, I think there's a lot more in this season, especially in the back half of this season, um, where these, these big story points that are not in the Bible, um, like the whole Mary backsliding or with the Jesus being taken into custody, which I uh, will get into when we get to that episode, season two, episode seven. That's uh, in two weeks from now. But uh, that whole thing is—it's—it's um, it's interesting to say the least. And I don't think it's bad. I don't think it's poorly done. It's just—I feel like I'm just gonna have to get used to these different story points. Um, it doesn't make sense for Mary to backslide. Yes. Is it a cool, relatable story point? Yes. Does it make sense within the world they established? Yes. Is it well done? Yes, of course it is. But um, I don't know. Yeah, I just um, I think it's just a thing of getting used to. <laughs> uh, it's a thing of getting used to different. <laughs> I don't know why that makes me laugh, but it does. Um, yeah, so it's just a thing of getting used to different, I guess. You know, just get used to different. The chosen doing different things. You know, establishing story points that were not in the Bible, um, never mentioned in the Bible. Because there were many things that weren't mentioned in the Bible, so 
um, just exploring that freedom and having fun with that. Um, I guess we're just gonna have to get used to that. That's probably just, yeah, it's just something we're not used to, seeing different things. Or at least I'm not yet. Um, so, it's, it's a cool story point, and, and it's very relatable to any of us who have backslided. Jesus will always forgive you and take you back, um, when you've sinned. So, as long as you repent and apologize. So, uh, yes, that is, I think that's all I have to say on Season 2, Episode uh, 5. Spirit, what a fun episode. Um, definitely another great episode of another great show. Um, I don't know if I'd say it's one of my personal favorites of all time, but it's definitely kind of uh, right there in the middle road of The Chosen, which middle road chosen episode equals like fantastic quality episode of any other TV show ever. Uh, so... Yes, that will conclude my review of Chosen Season 2, Episode 5, and talking about partially the live stream last night, which was very fun. Um, and yes, I will see you guys next week where we'll be talking about Season 2, Episode 6, Unlawful. That should be a fun one. Actually, no, it's not a fun one. It's a very deep and uh, emotionally scarring one, but nonetheless, we'll still talk about it. And have a fun time talking about it. Um, or at least you'll have a fun time listening to me have a fun time talking about it. So, yes, make sure to come back next episode, and I'll see you guys next week. Bye.